Hi, folks. Welcome to GOK number 83, brought to you the week of August 18th, 2018. This is the personal audio journal of James Kennison, and that is me. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for listening. I had a good friend once. He was a bit younger than me, but we enjoyed hanging out. Our kids were good friends. Our wives got along. But then something happened. I got depressed, and I had to quit my job. And suddenly the relationship was over, and I didn't even know why. Needless to say, it was painful, and I just didn't have the emotional energy to find out what had gone wrong. A year later, he and his wife wanted to have dinner. The four of us did. We got to talking. It was super awkward. But eventually it got around to the point of the whole thing. They were sorry that they had dumped us. I don't recall the conversation or how it went, but it eventually came down to this question. What could we have done differently? And the simple answer was, you could have stayed. I'd like to say that things were all worked out and that the friendships were restored, but it was just too much strain. And judging from the conversation alone, it just wasn't ever going to be the same. Today, I want to talk about talking to God, especially when you're not getting along. I've been told much of my life that prayer is simply a two-way conversation with God. That's what Billy Graham says. Oh, Lord. But when you're suffering, having a conversation with God can feel impossible. When you feel upset or hurt by God, it can be very difficult to talk to him, just like it'd be difficult to talk to a friend who did us wrong. But prayer isn't just conversation. It's not just friendly banter. Prayer has a purpose beyond just exchanging information, which is good because I'm not always in the mood to just chat. I have a friend who's having a struggle with her faith right now. She's been praying for two years for her son to be healed of leukemia and to live. He passed away about a month ago. How do you pray when you're living through a situation that has happened because your prayer didn't seem to work? Well, a super Christian might say that we should praise the Lord at all times, in the good and the bad, and they'd be right. But what about when you're just not that strong, when you've been beat down by life so long that you can't even handle the effort of even looking up? What about when you can't pray at all? Romans 8, 26 through 28 says, The moment we get tired, God's Spirit is right alongside helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs, our aching groans. He knows us far better than we know ourselves. He knows our condition. And he keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail of our life of love for God is working into something good. That's the message. Well, Gandhi said, prayer is a daily admission of one's weakness. And I love that because it's true. And it opens up the possibility of more than just conversation. It's not just, hey God, how are you doing, old buddy? Or Great and mighty, powerful God, I have come before you humbly today. It can also be, hey, I'm struggling. Everything is wrong. I'm miserable. And I don't even feel saved today. Prayer doesn't have to be pretty. It can serve as you just admitting that you need something more than what life can provide. Prayer is exactly the thing that we need to do when we believe the least, because that's when we need God the most. After the worst of my depression, I was having to deal with a lot of questions about where God was during it all. I had this attitude, possibly because of the way I was taught about prayer as a child, that I'm not going to pray because I'm not going to give God the satisfaction. Almost like it was his power source or something. And while I'm sure God enjoys our prayers, I very much doubt that he's withering away up there because I decided not to pray that day. But there was a reality to it beyond just the attitude that I couldn't pray because I was angry 
and I knew it wouldn't be right, or at least I believed it wouldn't be right to be asking for things and trying to have conversations when I was confused and hurt about why all this happened to me in the first place. Now I realize what I could have been doing was turning those questions, those doubts, those emotions, and all those things into prayers. But I didn't realize prayer could be that way. God, I'm struggling. I doubt. I'm falling. I'm failing. I've lost something. And I don't understand what's going on. Though those prayers aren't ever going to make it into a prayer book anytime soon, they still count as admissions of weakness and a prayer of faith. You're admitting that you're not in control. And though your lips may be saying words full of doubt, your heart is crying out louder than your voice. Please prove my doubts wrong. Show yourself strong. I need you to give me hope. Give me strength because mine is gone. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10. My kindness is all you need. My power is strongest when you are weak. I am glad to be weak or insulted or mistreated or to have troubles and sufferings if it is for Christ, because when I am weak, I am strong. I'm sure there's actually a wrong way to pray, but any heart that is directing its attention to God is going to get God's attention. I knew a young adult that had been saved in his late teens, and he admitted that back then his first prayers were actually to get lucky with girls, if you know what I mean. See, I feel like prayer is one of those things that even if you're a little bit off, even if you don't do it quite right, God can still handle it and he can get it to where it needs to go. If he can hear prayers we don't even pray from our souls, he can definitely get the gist of a poorly worded prayer. So don't let that hold you back in those times. Listen, if all you ever pray is God help me or God forgive me, those are the two strongest prayers in the universe. Because one of them says, I need you. The other one says, I'm sorry. And I believe that you can forgive me. And Romans 10, 13 sums it up real quick. All those who call out to the Lord will be saved. When we're suffering, we can't always say thanks. We can't always say how great thou art. Sometimes we can't even say I'm sorry, but we can always say help. Maybe that's the purpose prayer can serve for us when we're struggling the most. The main point here being God is the ultimate power in the universe. He's the ultimate purpose in the universe. And calling out on him doesn't need to be fancy, well-rehearsed, properly worded, or even right, or even said out loud. God hears your heart. He knows what's going on in there. And he can interpret your words, your feelings, your actions through ears and eyes filled with compassion, if he's patient with people that don't love him at all, waiting for them and giving them every opportunity to come to him, don't you think that he'll be patient with you as you struggle and wait for you? So what are your struggles concerning prayer? What kind of prayers do you pray when you really have nothing to say? How do you keep your faith up when a prayer that you pray didn't come through the way you wanted? Send an email to james at nlcast.com and maybe we'll pick up this discussion again in a future GOK. In the meantime, remember, you can email james at nlcast.com. You can visit our website at gokcast.com. Leaving a review in iTunes would really help. Also, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash GOK and support each and every episode for as little as a dollar an epi. Thanks for listening, and I hope you got something out of this episode. God bless. We'll see you next week.